to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Welcome back to another season of the Refined Trap House. So, basically, with the, the, the way we figured we fucking do it because we're all so busy, we decided to record like a regular TV show kind of vibe, you know what I'm saying? So we're putting into seasons. Each season will be about 10, 11, maybe 12 episodes. You're going to take a break, then record again. Because what I what I learned is that a lot of the topics, right, that we're talking about, motherfuckers need time with. So mm-hmm. it's better to record, you know, like in seasons, you know what I'm saying? So And we wild busy. And we wild fucking busy, you know what I'm saying? Awesome so time. that's the Refined Trap House new layout. And the Refined Trap House, as y'all know, it's just some educated brothers, black brothers, who are into trap music and drinking Hennessy, which is actually what we're drinking right now. Don't forget reggae music, though, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, like, we into, because, you know, most people most people think educated brothers are like, hello, and welcome, and nah, we into different shit, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, welcome back to the trap, man. As always, I'm Kels, the Greek god. Uh, Cam, I got a lot of AKAs now, and I just, Go, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. No, I can't, I can't do that. Right now, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm Kells, the Greek god of cool, and to my right, we got... Oh, so you want me to run off my AKAs? Oh, God, here we go. You got that book well, out? You know, uh, yeah, we got the book, I got the notepad, I got the <laughs> Apple Notes, all that stuff. <laughs> but, yo, this is Mark J. Kelly, you know, CEO of Mr. Refine. You should have got your magazine by now. If you didn't, shame on you. Also... The Dapper Demigod, a.k.a. the Dapper Rapper, a.k.a. Mr. Dapper God, a.k.a. XXL, a.k.a. the Status King, a.k.a. the Renaissance Man. Yo, wait, hold on. Where the fuck the double XL come from? Do I want to know? Is that some nasty shit? Yeah, word, word. Is that something something nasty? All right, Cliff. Yo, Cliff, (laughs) man. Yo, it's Cliff, you already know. Humble King Cliff. Respect the royalty. Oh. Respect the culture. You know what I mean? Triple XL. Now, I know that's nasty. You know, Triple X. It just is what it is. You know what I mean? All praise to Jesus Christ. Blessing brothers. Black like baby Jesus only, though. Oh, uh, okay. Let's go. And now, last but not now, least, we have the, the lady's favorite. I feel a lot of pressure right now, but, you know, it's, it's me, Garvin Reed, G. Reed, Need Just for Speed. Him. I got a key it over, so Pull up the drive fast. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's me, Reggae G, as they call me in season one. Boop. Looking forward to season two and three. Yeah. Boom. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah, that's that's the refined trap house. All the brothers is back. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's on vacation. Nobody is getting married or whatever overseas, and we back. You know what I'm saying? Lonely as hell. Yeah, we we back, and 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 just in a in a scope, just so people know of what level of of talent, right, that they dealing with. We're just, you know, we'll start with you, G. Just tell us what you've been up to, man, in the summer and in your downtime, your uh, life, man, what, what's summer. going on. Summer had me, uh, I was doing photography gigs at least three a week. Um, I traveled to St. Lucia, had an amazing time, brought in my 30th birthday, 
with people who look like me, but didn't speak a lick of English, but they all spoke <laughs> French. I was I was with the French Caribbeans from Big Shout to Martinique and Guadeloupe. Um, if anyone knows about Mercury Beach, come through to that. Um, yeah, man, summer was amazing, man. Now I'm just right back to it. Last semester, grad school, continuously Chip. building at my at my job. You know, things is on up and up. Yo, what what degree you going for now? Masters of uh, masters in higher education and student affairs. Um, so right now I'm an assistant director, looking to you know get keep on rising higher and higher, on and upward. That's the movements. Nice. There you go. Level up. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, it's your boy. Um, man, this, the summer was a good summer, very good summer. Uh, I felt like I got a lot accomplished. Work is going great. Um, shout out to all the artists that I work with. Y'all know who y'all are. Your fashion has stepped up. Thank you, thank you. Like I said before, another episode, <laughs> money stepped up, so did the fashion. Uh, you know, shouts to the Level Up Fab, what it do. Word, word, word. Um, yeah, yo, no complaints. I'm, work, I'm working, I, I think I mentioned this to you before, Kelsey. This is a project I definitely wanted to do with you, but um, we'll probably talk more about that later. Does it involve Hennessy? It can. Oh, there we go, there we, we fucking, I'm, I'm down now. Uh, so, the fuck? yeah, nah, so this might be a revelation, revelation for y'all, too, as well. I've been writing a TV show. Oh, uh, let's go. Yeah, right in a TV show that um I, that garnered some interest. Don't don't me. say the name of synopsis or anything. You know how motherfuckers is. Word, They'll word, hear word. it and then by your shit. I, I, I don't I don't got a name yet. Okay, all you gotta do is tell me. I got a name for you. Oh, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. synopsis. I, I've been told y'all wanted to write a show. With yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So that's definitely that's definitely something coming to fruition. Throw it in the air now. It's the power of positive thinking, folks. Nice. You know what yes, I mean. Yes. Uh, you know I know the good Lord's gonna bless when the time is right. So I'm excited. I definitely, and with that being said, I'm about to pass the mic to Mark and whatnot, but you know who really inspired me to really jump into this for real, for real? Yo, shouts to Donald Glover. Atlanta is an amazing yes. show. Yo. The thing about all the things he's done in entertainment so far at his young age, low key, shouts to Donald Glover. That's yeah. Charles Gambino, you know, if y'all don't know. Chip. I didn't even know that, but that's what's up. <laughs> um, man, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of changes happening on my side. You know, just still doing my teaching thing over at NYU. Um, you know, we got the magazine that we, we're working on our next issue. Shoot. Um, you know, cause Kel's been writing, she's been shooting and, you know, clipping, buying them. So that helps. <laughs> that was a beautiful roundup. That was a beautiful roundup. Um, you know, and I, and I've done some, I, I went on the last couple of months, what I call the dapper pilgrimage. Where I took some time off to kind of just reset some things. I like you throw dash and everything, yo. Because that's it's just my dope. life. I'm fly as shit. Like, you got it, yo. For my life. Like, <laughs> you cooking more? Yeah, you know, it's just dapper breakfast. Yeah. Uh, dapper, yeah, exactly, exactly. Got a dapper eggs in here. Hello. <laughs> dapper um, bacon. Dapper bacon. That's dapper hilarious. mimosas. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, just, just right now, just in, in what I call the season of self. You know, just mm-hmm. I like time, that. You know, to to just recenter, you know, and, and recharge the energies, and just come back with a lot of dope shit. So, you know, just make sure y'all keep following me, and you know, you see what I'm doing, and I promise the wait is gonna be well worth it. I'm gonna come back to that too. I like that season of self. We're gonna come back to that tonight. Mm-hmm. Yo, I know exactly how I want to start this podcast off, yo. What do y'all think about the whole Kid Cudi situation? Like, now, if y'all not familiar with the Kid Cudi situation, you know, recently he just came out, and he was, like, how he's checking himself into uh, a, a 
hospital of some sort. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I apologize. I don't know. Correct. I think to like mental de- mental health uh, yeah. facility. But it's like depress like what? Well, yeah. With depression. And yeah. But, but what? Yeah. What do you check yourself into? That's a good um, question. Not like an asylum, but like a, a mental. God, yeah. yeah. Nah. 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 <laughs> it's a, it's you say like asylum. A, I think Arkham yeah, Asylum. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, a mental health ward within a hospital. So it is, it is a hospital, but they right. have like a, a certain floor right. that only deals with like mental health, and you can you can actually um check yourself in and check yeah. yourself out. What's the actual word though? Yeah, is, I, it, I is, it, is it I'm checking? Um, yeah, it's check-in. Yeah. You can check yourself in and you can check yourself out. Right. So you it's a voluntary uh, yeah, check-in. There's some things where you need, they need to Admit it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. There's some Admit things where you need yourself. consent to come out, whatever the case may be. But yeah. Correct. But I was saying, so he, he but before he, he went in, he, you know, he, he acknowledged the fact that he has a lot of fans out here and whatnot, and he went to social media to tell him that he's been struggling with, um, with depression and he's thought about harming himself on a number of occasions and he just wanted to take the proper steps to go get that mended and taken care of. So in turn, um, he checked himself into um, a healthcare clinic to provide him with the necessary mo- necessary mental health that he needed and whatnot. And I thought it was so dope, right? Because I know whether it was our second or third episode, we touched on the importance of mental health and how within our community, we don't always acknowledge the fact that we we need, you know, some everyone needs to some level kind of assistance when it comes to mental health correct and i thought it was such a huge and you know even though some people have spoken about it i really don't think it has gotten the attention that it needed because that is a huge step to come out and be like yo especially as a black man as a black man but as a black man with status yeah. right to say yo i got a mental health issue and not just a mental health issue but one that's based around emotions like depressions and when we hear depression you're thinking someone's super emotional and you don't really correlate that with being masculine, right? So that's what's so crazy about that. He felt comfortable to do that. Shouts to Kid Cudi. I, you know, all blessings. I hope he comes out soon and better than ever. If I can just add to that, like, I mean, it's also a black man, a black man with status, but also a black man within the hip-hop community. Mm-hmm. The last person I could think of that spoke so candidly about the mental health issues um, being a black man within the hip-hop community would probably be like DMX. He spoke um, about mental health issues. I yeah. Mean, in like most of his songs, I mean, you know, was it long for a hit rock bottom? Woo! Like had it got it. You know, slipping. Slipping was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was a heavy record. Yeah, slipping was about his battles. But is that a confession of yeah. mental health issues? Well, I, I think DMX has has always been the reason why he even to now he has such diehard fans is because he was so always so honest. Right. So I want to say yeah he did. Say yo, I was depressed. Like I was. I, I know he's admitted to crack. I yeah, crack. He, nah, nah, because you know, because I remember one of his lyrics, he was like, "I'm listening as a manic depression with extreme paranoia." Right. Hey, dog, I got something for you. Like, and he went through that line. Was that and a confessional was on the track. bar? Was that, that was a bar. But was music bar. is a confessional. Right. Music is a confession. So it, it was yo, a hip hop. Hip hop saved DMX though, bro. Like, imagine okay. if DMX wasn't an artist. I don't want to say he wouldn't be living till his till his day, but he would have had a much different trajectory in Correct. life had he not had hip hop to, okay. you know. Because we him. all know somebody like right. DMX, uh, like okay. really wild like that, and just so yeah, hip hop did save him. But I would say that was a confessional. Yeah. Like slipping was a confessional. Like uh, that wasn't that made that. up. I accept that. I that accept wasn't that. a story. Like that. He's that was his life. I can't get up. Yeah, yeah I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. And I I just think that mental health is. Because of social media, and, and, and I'd hate to be one of those people that blames everything on social media, but... A lot of people do. I know, but I, I don't think that we're very fair with each other at all. Like, you can verbally tell someone, hey, yo, Cliff, I'm going through something right now. Um, I'll hit you up 
Monday, right? Be, and you could, whatever reason you're updating your stuff, like we're just not fair with each other to the point where we're like, oh, Cliff said he wants, he wants his space. I won't be like, yo, what's up? What's up? What's going on? What's going on? Like, we're just not fair with each other's purple circle. Meaning like, if I say, yo, Cliff, um, whatever it is we're talking about, if we're, let's say we're playing an event, me and you, Cliff, right? And I say, yo, um, today is Friday. Um, I really need, you know, a mental break from what we're planning or what we're doing. I'll hit you Monday. Because of social media, you'll see me still actively being active on social media okay. and you'll hit me Saturday like yo so you when you you're not gonna hit me back like yo B I, I told you verbally I was gonna hit you Monday now because of social media if you see me posting videos and retweeting what G is doing or what Mark is doing you may take that personally and I told you yo I'm I'm going through something I cannot deal with what we're planning I need time so are you saying because you because you interact on social media doesn't mean that you necessarily have either free time to talk or in a mindset to, to have correct i may not be in a mindset of right. what right. what me and you have to but what me and you are building is something very monumental and i'm not there right now now i'm not saying yo i need time off of social media because there are those times and that's a whole nother conversation yeah. but there's sometimes personally like yo what i'm planning with you right now let's wait till monday i'm now i'm not saying right. i don't want to talk to you about whatever music or whatever else but let's not talk about that because you see me active on social media. You feel like it's personal and not right. I think the difference is, and I think to, to your point, which is interesting, um, is I think there's a difference between having a conversation and sharing your thoughts. Social media, you share your thoughts. Correct. You're committed to a conversation. I like that. When we're on the phone or face to face. You're officially committed to a conversation. If I ask you something to your face, yo, what's good with this? You you got the answer. You're gonna look crazy. Correct. With I like that. Right away. So yeah, no, I feel you. I think social media is you share your thoughts, but you're not committed. I like that. Conversation. And is, I, which is good and bad. And I also just to, to 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 further what you're talking about, I think that also goes to play into even like a one on one like romantic relationship, right? So women will see you on social media, be like, oh, you on Twitter or whatever, but you can't text me. That, like you said, that's a different yeah. that's a different type of interaction. Yeah. When I'm on Facebook, and we all know about Facebook updates, when you're putting your update, I'm I may or may not. That's not a conversational piece. Sometimes I'll post something and walk away. Texting is very intimate. Talking is very intimate. So I'm telling you, yo, I don't have time to talk to you right now, right? I'll hit you at six o'clock. Now that doesn't mean I'm not gonna still be on social media because like what you said, Cliff, like that's not an intimate conversation. That's a, oh, let me share this thought and keep it moving. Right, so even to bring everything back full circle, right? Um, that's why I could see someone, that's why I could feel like that's why I feel like it's probably easier for Cuddy to hop on social media and share those feelings because it's not a conversation. Because it's hard to tell somebody. I, would, I know for me, it'd be hard as a black man to tell somebody all that he told us via social media, face-to-face, -face, or even on the phone because whatever question that they have for you, you have to answer right then and there. Right. But, it's, and, but, and, 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 but and you got to get it out, though. And in that vein, this is one of those fuck it moments, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's enough henny in the system. It's definitely enough henny. henny. I, I didn't drink enough henny, <laughs> drink but I'm just, I, I'll go with it. But I totally understand what Kid Cudi was mm. because about three, four months ago, I checked myself into a mental hospital. Oh, mm. see. And I ain't tell a lot of people. This is actually the first time I'm telling anybody publicly that that happened. Respect. That's respect. Absolutely. You know, and easy. it was crazy um, because I just hit a wall. 
because I, you know, and and Cliff, I know we spoke we spoke at length this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we but we barely scratched the surface. We we definitely yeah yeah we and, and a lot of things but we barely scratched the surface. Yeah yeah yeah. It was it, it was one of those situations where you know we talked about sacrifice and and grinding and and where we are um, in our lives currently and everything that we've been pushing and going towards and you know. I personally had hit a, a, a situation where I couldn't take it no more. Like I, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do, you know. And it, and it was all of those, the, the, all that pressure, all the pressure of being um, who I am, what I had built, you know. And you know, and you, we talked about social media. You guys talked about social media. And, and understanding like where your social media following is, what people's perceptions of you are, mm-hmm. um, people looking to you to be a certain pillar of strength and, and influence. And, you know, you're looking at your, your life and where you really stand and, and, and how things are going. And, and you like, yo, yo, my shit is not lit right now. Like, you know, you, you, you got Sally Mae calling you. You got your landlord hitting you in the back of the head, you know, and all these different jobs aren't really panning out the way you want. You're trying to do the entrepreneurial thing. And, you know, shout out to anybody who's even jumped out on that limb because, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you, you're, you're thrust into this Superman role where you have to be infallible. Where it's like every single day of your life, mm-hmm. when you walk outside, when you post on social media or any type of interface with anybody, you know, you always are in this position where it's like, yo, everything is great. Everything is going good. You know, business is booming. Things are moving because unfortunately, the way society treats people is that no one wants to get on the sinking ship. And if they look at you mm-hmm. and they feel like you know things are shaky people won't support you you know and 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 people can be you know like we, no, i think i think at least we think they won't support us well no they you, won't, no, no, they won't. They won't. They won't. Not, because i'm i'm, I'm so so you. like loved like, ones will support you i'm gonna that's tell you right, right now hold on hold on no 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 i'm gonna tell you right now because like because hold on there's what difference in support support what you give sometimes is not that's the hold on hold on don't jump the gun don't jump the gun because i'm gonna tell you right now when 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 i was at that point you know, and mind you, you know, there's, there's a whole nother sets of layers that, that got me to that point. But when you say loved ones will support you, I wasn't feeling that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling like loved ones were supporting me. You know, I didn't feel like the people in my network who I felt closest to were there for me in the ways I needed them to be. And this was something that bi- that builded on itself. Like it wasn't like this one monumental moment where I felt like people failed me. It was like this 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 constant feeling of, you know, building up to it. You know, words of affirmation, people showing up. You know, you know, and, and to and to dig into you know even full on logistics. Like you know, even when you know we finally launched the mag you know people who i thought would were going to support didn't and then you're just sitting there and you're like yo so this is and you know you kind of run into that into yeah, that yeah. wall and then and now you're like now how do you reconcile that with yourself Correct. with all right. of the other things 
that are swirling on your head because now you're like, well, shit just got crazy. I got to keep pushing. pushing. Like, like I, can't I can't keep, keep doing, doing this. So, and what you you said something really dope and really important. First of all, the whole shit you just said is is I think it's very important. Right. I think right. being that man to be open up, yeah, though. being honest. Um, about where you are in life, where you where you're at in life is very, it's very difficult. I've learned that even some of the most successful people I know, some of the people that I know with a lot of money, are very un- dishonest with themselves. Yep. And what happens with being successful, or on a flip side, having um a lot of money, is you don't have to be honest with yourself. And most entrepreneurs, at some point, because entrepreneur I think we hit rock bottom a number of times. So we learn honesty in a very different way. What I've learned about quote unquote loved ones supporting you is that most people who have a business or who want to be an entrepreneur, your first set of businesses, your friends and family, right? Mm -hmm. You don't realize until you get to a certain point that that's really not support because what happens is they're only supporting you because they're friends and family i know people who will buy something that i know they won't wear and to me that's not support that's really not i I don't need that support and i think a lot of people base the fact that they want to be a quote-unquote entrepreneur well all my friends wear it you're not really you can't really understand being an entrepreneur until people you don't know support you correct that's what i feel right so on on the flip side of also what mark said is and and please hold your thought if you can mm -hmm. but the crazy part about that is that reconciling of people who you don't know are supporting you more than Mm -hmm. you do Mm. and you're expecting that at least you got friends and family in your back pocket and it actually goes the other way. Like I've had more, like I had more people who didn't know me buy the my magazine first, and you know show it to me and send me pictures of it than people who I hung out with every day and so, spoke to everyone on an everyday basis. And it's he, crazy. Here's what I can probably I like I like because you know saying I have a clothing store and I sell clothes and I try to. I try to understand it and I always try to play devil's advocate for other people, but it's very hard. Sometimes I feel hurt. Like sometimes you'll do something with someone in mind. You'll do it. I do an event with someone in mind and that person doesn't come. Now, I'm not saying I based a whole event or something around that person, but I think to be an entrepreneur is a, is a, it's a total trick on mind power and mental stability within itself because I'm constantly, constantly, constantly broken down. And I think the only thing that keeps me strong is conversations like this, is when we meet up and have even little five second sometimes conversations about um, being an entrepreneur and and being sad and even dating someone who who probably doesn't believe in you. Or sometimes having a conversation with other entrepreneurs about failure is, uh, is, it means so much to me. And And all entrepreneurs out there, if you listen to this, if you wanna be an entrepreneur, Surround yourself with other entrepreneurs and share those stories of of being brokenhearted because yo sometimes you I be hurt like I yeah. naturally be hurt a lot of times where you'll do something and the people you know how you just have people in mind like oh what you I know what you call and they don't come and then they give you some bullshit answer and they don't realize that, that them being there them supporting you or what you're doing means so much 
So I try to support people because I really like the product. I Because I know how I am, I won't buy somebody hat just because they're selling hats. I feel like that's counterproductive. That's leading you on because with you, you walking away. No, I'm telling you, B. I don't. Well, this is Kel speaking. If you know me, don't buy something for me because you want to show love. I don't need love. I need you to really like what you're buying for me because I want you to support. Then I don't want you to buy it. Don't buy it. Then, then if I don't buy it, then now I, you're, I now you're upset. Absolutely, a hundred million percent me. not. But it goes back to the point I was about to make. So right. So like I said before, when I said love, one support. But the thing, the thing that the discussion needs to be had is about communication and everything that you do is so key. Is and I've learned this before. But told me in the past. I've been in a place that you guys haven't been, where you don't feel like you're getting the proper support as an entrepreneur and whatnot. And that is, there's a difference between the support that you personally need. And the support that people are willing to give. Cause, I like that. Because there'll be times when you're just like, you never supported me. And I'm like, what? I supported you. I gave, I, I, I loaned you money. Or I gave you a place to stay. Whatever the case may be. And I so, so I supported you. It's like, yo, that's not the support I needed. Well, I, I'm, you gave me all those things I was appreciative of it. But maybe I needed you to tell me, yo, keep going. Don't ever quit. But it, that's it, the support. It, okay, so, so it, communication is key in this. I like what you just said because what happens is a lot of people don't realize that support can mean a lot of different number of things. Absolutely. Right? Like... With what Mark was doing the magazine, his support, honestly, you know, is somebody buying the magazine. And I write for the magazine. I bought a magazine. Yeah. One, because I believe in a product. And two, like, it's a fucking, it's a magazine. I wanted a physical copy. Like, I didn't yeah. want, I didn't want to be given a physical copy. It's a dope magazine. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so when I say, like, yo, don't buy stuff from me if you don't like it because... You know, if I'm if I'm having, a, let's just say if I'm having a, a weed fest, I'm not going to invite people that don't smoke weed. And if you buy a ticket just for the love, like, you're leading me on because I think wild people is coming and they're not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If if you're not a part of the dapper, refined lifestyle, I don't expect you to buy Miss Refined Magazine. Right, and, and that's the thing. Like, you know, it, it's one of those things where if you're, you know, you talk about the magazine, right? You talk about the weed fest. If you decided today, you know, because I know you do mostly men's clothing, and you started to do you know, stuff on the women's line, but, you know, your designs are just kind of a little out there. It's like, okay, well... I know it ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's not for everybody. And I know that. There's going to be people who rob with that, but you want the people who, who who project that they rob with your product, your service, or whatever. To support it. To support Like, I don't, re don't repost it and say, oh, I need this, I need this, and then you don't ever get it. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's so scary because what that does to entrepreneurs, that fucks their brain up. And I wouldn't say I've ever been, I've, I don't think I've ever been in a place that I would call depression, but I've been in a room yeah. with depression. I think you have too, because I think there's levels to it. There's levels. Yeah, there's definitely levels to it. I think, I know, I'm not, like, like Mark, I, I, I've probably never been to a level where I felt, where I felt confident enough to admit myself for, or, or to go seek assistance, right? Cause I don't know what level Mark was at, so again, I don't think I was at a point where I felt confident enough to go seek assistance. But I definitely, I definitely have felt dark thoughts before as well. And talking to you, Kels, and knowing you personally, I know you have too. Just, just, mm -hmm. just on the strength of, um, just on the strength of all the things that we want personally that's positive, and there's so much negativity out there. Correct. And and and, and just on the strength that we're not the society where you normally hear the, I got you back, go brother, go. You know what I mean? It's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine, right? And I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever told this. I was talking to a friend of mine before. And I won't get into the whole story, but we were talking about the su support system within the black community, black community, and opposed to other communities, right? And I think one thing in particular is that you feel 
the opportunity to take a risk more in other communities than the black community because I talk to like white friends or whatever the case may be and they they could jump all the way out the window hmm. and know that they and know they could come back home if they feel miserably. Let's say their parents are just like we want you to be a lawyer or a doctor and like nah I want to start this skater the skater clothing company. Yeah. They could go and fail, but they know they could always come back home to well at least you gave it a try. True. We're proud of you. You know, and I'll go... Not that is not, true. And I'll go get another job. Yeah, Black or, We could really on, fail. On, on, on us, if we fail, I told you not to do that. We got now you're on your on own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you're on your own. And then you got, then you got to take, deal with the fact that you got generations on your shoulders. If I don't make it, then my mom don't eat, my pops don't eat, whatever the case may be. There's so many repercussions for those actions that you have to end up doing things sometimes that you don't really want to do and can't follow a passion. And I, you know I, what I mean? I think and that what, leads to... And, that kind of, and that, that's, that's just one scenario that can positively lead to depression. But it goes back to even what I was saying that I think in a black community just as a whole we're very unfair with each other right and even if I was to tell most of my black friends yo I'm kind of going through something mentally right now they're like oh what the fuck is wrong with you like we can't be vulnerable but at the same time black people within a whole is the most vulnerable race you know what I'm saying among one of the most vulnerable races like we're already vulnerable but as soon as you talk about yo I'm not really in a good space right now right. you're perceived as weak and like Mark said nobody wants to be in a sinking ship so when you tell someone, yo, I'm not in a good space right now, people really don't want to come around. I tell kids all the time. I tell my little cousins all the time. If you post on Twitter or Facebook, I'm bored. Will anybody hit you up for a good time? Absolutely not. And the reason why that is is because you're not doing anything right now. So if I tell you, yo, I'm going through something mentally right now, for the most part, a lot of people would shy away from you and that that's we need to get away from that we need to like really reach out to people I'm like yo i see you wasn't well and i don't even know if clip probably don't even realize he's done it a few times when i wasn't in a good space and whatever conversation we had like yo like sometimes you could just feel it if you're around someone's a lot of times you could just feel it absolutely and um i would like to say that i was good vocally with expressing where i'm at in life but mate i don't really think i am uh, just listening to what Marcus said, I just know that I'm, um, I try to be honest with myself and I've right. been in places yeah, where I felt like my loved ones have let me down. I think that's the first, first step, step though, being honest with yourself, right? And not, and not living in the fantasy, just being, keeping a stack with yourself. Um, and, and it's funny. And then the other thing is, is because the reason why I say it's important to be real with yourself and be honest with yourself, because then in turn, I feel like it's easy to other people that, yo, I, I, I don't have this or I'm not or I'm not in a good place and you know what whatever your reaction is I'm okay with because I've come to terms with it myself and now I need to go now I need to go help get help whatever that mean whatever that may be in order, in order for me to get there and you know what I mean and you're right like I said like it's, it's difficult to which which again makes this whole kid cutting situation so amazing because it's difficult to admit to something like that and prepare yourself for the repercussion because I promise you I'm more than certain that when he, by the time he was able to say that, he already came to the conclusion that no matter what people said, I was this gonna be okay. I was gonna be okay with it because I'm okay with the decision for myself, and I'm gonna go seek help, right? Because you already know, you tell someone that, yo, I'm depressed. Stop being a bitch. You soft that stuff. You soft out here. Community. What's going on? Like you know, that nigga, you know, and all, then, all that and you, all that you got, you mean to tell me you complaining? You crazy. You and the crazy mean? thing is that the other side of it is that. When you're sitting here and you're going through whatever you're going through, you know, it's definitely like, like, what is your real outlet? Like, who are you really supposed to be able to confide in that and know that you can, quote unquote, 
reveal a moment of weakness, especially as a black man, mm-hmm. and then be able to kind of recover from that. Because That's the real. problem is, you know, like even, you know, you know, me talking about this with y'all is like, you know, I know we all have different relationships and different levels, but it was like, yo, I know I got to talk about this at some point. I respect you for so doing that. it was like, when? How? Now, how, and how does that process go? Like, will you do you check it? Do you stay? Do you who do you speak to someone every like? How does it work? In in if terms of what? Like when you check yourself into. Well, I, I yo, so let me I, I I'll give y'all the full on story of how the whole shit went, and it it wasn't it, it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be, you know I hit a. So the short version of the, the, the interim piece was, you know, I, I was going through a lot one night and I was talking to one of my homegirls and, you know, somewhere in that conversation, I just started going to the dark side. Like, yo, I can't do this no more. And I started talking, telling her like, yo, I'm frustrated. I don't know what to do. I've been busting my ass and everything else in between, making all these sacrifices for my life. And I'm looking at my life and it's not how I imagine things going with all the grinding and hard work and everything else I've been putting in. And to be very candid, I started talking about, you know, how I commit suicide. And how frustrated I was. And, you know, I, I told her how I would do it and how I was thinking about do it, doing it. And, you know, you know, to be, you know, for anybody who's listening that this may benefit. I was just like, listen, you know, I'm thinking about just doing something, that having a so. party mm. and shooting myself in the fucking head while everybody's there so they could feel the pain that I'm feeling. So they can understand that through all this time of feeling like lack of support and everything else that I was feeling at that moment. So you felt like it, like it would show them. It would show them how hard, how how hurt I was feeling at the time. You, you know, you know what? And you know, we I talked and I kept talking about it, and the 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 weird thing about talking about it. Is that at the same time it also releases it for you, or at least for me anyway? Right, you know, right, everybody right. may have a different release, but if I say it and I feel like I have someone who I can say things to, and this is why therapy, um, and ther- you know, having a therapist is important, is that if you get a chance to express that to someone who's not gonna judge you, yeah. Then it helps you to kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah I had this, this moment, moment, but all is not, not lost. lost. That's, That's the beautiful benefits of a therapist because it's an it's it's a third party person who doesn't know you from a hole in the wall. I think it's very hard, and that's why I, I kind of respect what you're talking about, Mark. Um, because that's a lot to tell people that you actually know. Because one, you don't want people to then look at you differently. A stranger won't look at you no because i didn't know you and i still don't know you you know what i'm saying like right. whatever only, you took only investment is to help you correct only right correct to judge you to help you now 
I do think therapy is needed for every single person, whether you're yeah. happy, sad, rich, poor, everything, because you do need that 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 nonpartisan person exactly. to yeah. give you some kind of feedback. feedback. Right. Because most people don't know when you tell anyone you know a story, they're going to give you biased information. Because they, you know what I'm saying, they they want what's best for you, but they're still going to give you biased information. Plus, so, sorry, plus, plus, they tell you what they would do Correct. in your position. Correct. Not what you could do, because you can't handle what they can handle. But and, the therapist is trained to give you the best advice correct. based upon who you are. And from going, you know what I'm saying, going to a ther therapist back, probably my mid-20s is when I was really going heavy. What I've learned is that, oh, this is so, so hard to say, but suicidal thoughts... Of is norm uh, is more normal than I thought it was. Very true. Very here's true. why. Here's why I say that. Um, I've never had suicidal thoughts in the capacity of like. Um, you would actually go through with it. Well, maybe I don't know. But what the reason why I thought it because at the time there have been times and there are still times, not past tense, like present tense, where I think of my life insurance helping out people in a better way than I can right now. Mm. Meaning that if I pass away, um, that that payout would be more beneficial to them than me being alive. Mm. Right. And I've made jokes about it to people that I'm actually, I'm worth more dead than alive. Now, here's the flip. Do you get like the benefits still if you commit suicide? This is what I was gonna say. Here's the flip side. Because I'm I'm a business person <laughs> right, right, yeah. and I know how shit go. I know that yo, life insurance is so weird. Like if you die on the left side of the street versus the right, your family don't get nothing. So <laughs> like like I've always thought about that. Like, yeah. yo, like That's funny. I don't you know like, it, like what? I don't know if, I don't know if it covers suicide. But it does it it does suck because just to, to 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 circle back to what you were saying, Mark, uh, like to wanting to do it in front of people because you want them to feel your pain, right? right? But here's what I noticed about I don't even want to say just black people, people. Period. People never know how they're letting you down until you tell them. True, true. I realized yeah, that. Hard to tell them. No, but but here, just just hear me out. What I've realized which, that which is a fact for for the record. No, it, it is it is hard to tell. And it's also hard for people to hear yeah. that, yo, you let me down. Because most people, like I said in the beginning, most people are dishonest with themselves. Most mm -hmm. people think by you posting a picture and them liking that picture, that is supporting you. Correct. I showed you love. I showed you where I love. I wrote fire icons under the picture. Yeah, you said I put fire icons. No, you'd be surprised what most people what think mean, showing you. you. Most people most people don't know, yo, when Mr. Refont, when we do, when, when we do events, I need you there. I like I like you have no idea the sleepless nights motherfuckers have thinking about you there, you supporting you buying that magazine. I don't need you to repost me holding up the magazine. I don't need you to repost my store. I need you to come. I have friends who will not walk on this side of the street. They will cross the street and I will talk to them across the street. Like, yo, because they, for whatever reason, they can't support me. Now, here's the reason why I feel. Now, I'm not saying all my friends. So my friends, listen, don't be like, hit me up. Like, you, you I hope you're talking about me. 
I think most people don't support you the way you want to because they're not at where that they want to be in life, so they can't mm, fuck absolutely. with you. Oh, that's a whole. Yeah, that's, yeah. They can't fuck with your happiness. Like, mm. you want me to come, to come to your store to buy shit that you're selling. The first of all, I'm telling motherfuckers right now, I'm not rich at all. Like, I am fucked up. I am like people have no idea. People are like, yo, you rich? I'm not rich. I just know how to live the life I want to live, right? So. I do need your support. I don't give a fuck if it's a $10 hat, a $40 hat. I need that. Like, I need, if you like it, I got people, and then I'm pretty sure you could agree with me, Mark. People are like, yo, I need this. Yo, you send them the address. You think, yo, like, this lit. They want it. And then when they don't, that fucks you up. I don't think people yo, realize how I'm, it I'm fucks you up. Shit that me up. The craziest, craziest just yeah. to go into, like, more, like, you know, like, tangible shit. Like, how you sound like, yo, a $10 hat, $40 hat. Like, yo. There was a very distinct reason why, you know, we had the physical mags and those was about 25 and then we had the digital joints for five cash. Everybody got five dollars, B. Mm. And it was like, listen, I didn't even know you had the digital. We well, did have the digital. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, you you was more on the ground floor. So, you know, your, your situation was different and you also bought physical magazines. But, you know, it was like. If you clicked on the link, you saw like, okay, you could get the digital mag for five dollars, or you could get the physical joint for twenty five. And if your bread just wasn't right, you can't tell me you ain't got five dollars. You know right. what I'm saying? And like how you said, like that support, it means it, it, so it, it was much. like, People have no you know, idea. right? It, it means a, a lot, not only mentally and psychology, psychologically. But, you know, if you sitting here and you telling somebody you care about their well-being and their success, it's like, yo, them type of numbers, this type of stuff that helps me get to that next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for anybody who's listened to this podcast at any point, yo, yo just hit that subscribe button, y'all. Mm -hmm. Whether it be on your iPhone or if you on SoundCloud, you'll just hit the subscribe button. You might not get the notifications, yo. You could turn the notifications off on your phone. But the fact that y'all hit that subscribe button, when we try to make that next move for us, numbers mean a lot. Them numbers are, those numbers matter. Let me ask you know what I'm saying? Quickly. How big is communication when dealing with depression? Communication, the communication the is tough. Depression and the other person who may notice, like Kels was like, yo, you notice when I'm different. But people don't say anything. So for the person dealing with depression, how important is it for them to communicate that they're that they're in a place? And for the person who knows that their friend isn't right, how important is it for them to communicate? So the, the problem right with the depression thing and the communication of it is, you know, as Kells had touched base on earlier, it's like that that judgment, that lack there of judgment. Like you don't want to be able, you you can't talk to everybody about depression and being depressed because everybody's gonna be like, yo, man up, suck it up, yo, you got this, you good, my nigga. Like, and the problem with the communication of it is that you know you run into these walls where you want to sit here and 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 talk about it. And, you know, one of the things I wrote a status about one time was like, yo, people, people are very quick to say, yo, if you need something, hit me up. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm going to tell you right now, 99% of the time, ain't nobody going to hit you. 
is very true. If you are actually really, truly in support of me as a person, as a human being, I need you to hit me up. Facts. I need you to come to my store and say hello. I need, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Phone calls, though. <laughs> oh, that's 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 personal. That's personal. No, that's I'm, personal. I'm, you I'm you taking shots dead, at Kells right now? Shot. Shots to Kells, but that's dead ass though. If I know, if I listen, if I know, and it's not a shot at Kells at this point, but if I know you're not, you know why? Me. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna, you know why? I want I want to answer your phone call. I'm gonna tell you right now because I'm pissed off that you ain't fucking call me when I was really going through it when you said you was gonna call me. Because I'm gonna tell you right now. But is that, is from that, from is the that situation. But before I dig into this, we're gonna go. I'm gonna that's do this right. on another episode. That's Hold right. on, for my second second. Hold on, hit me up. No, no, go ahead. It's like, yo, people like, yo, I got mad love for you and all this other shit. And you know, everybody in this room, though, I've been on the move and all this other stuff. And people like, yo, I fucks with you, I fucks with you. But then, where's where's that phone call though? Where's that? Yo, what's up? You you good? You alright out there? There's a lot of people who ain't hit me up to see if I was alright. Do you? Get and that? you know what? Do you do, do you practice what you preach? Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, I know you asking the question just as a as a as a right. third party. I, you know, and and I know me and you don't chop it up too crazy, so you know, I'll I'll apologize up front, mm-hmm. man to man. But everybody in this room know that I hit niggas up on a regular. Right, Marco okay. called during like work hours. We had like a, like a long hour long conversation about. I don't, get that, I don't get that shit. That's Dang. Y'all trying to do that. <laughs> but you, but you know what? But you know, not, not at all. Because, because to be very, <laughs> to be very frank, you know, I've, out, I've just known, I've known Garvin for years, true, true, and I've true. known Kells for true. for for longer than I've known you. you and know we just, and we just ain't get there now, yet. Man, you gotta call Cliff. Yeah. I mean, it'd be and, nice. You know what I'm saying? I work till one a.m. You know, be going through it. Yo, like where my niggas is at. And you know what? And and I and I tell you up front, my fault. Maybe or, I should have hit you up more often. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But everybody who I, I I vibes with on the reg, we talk. You know what I'm saying? So, and anybody who ever tells me or I ever get the vibe that they off, I hit them up. And they go, what's up? What's up? Let me hear you out. I could be going through hell. I could have just got shot in my fucking chest. And I'm going to call you right now. and like, yo, you I yo, I'm fucking dying. Because you know what? I know what it feels like to be in the position that you're in. And that's the other thing that's crazy because sometimes, you know, people don't, maybe maybe they don't relate. And I get that. And I try to give yeah, as many concessions right. to that as I, I possibly can. It's important not to generalize, yo. That's yeah, it is very, it's very important. But it's... On the good, on, not to cut you off because I'm going to let you keep going. I just want to make this one statement. On the good and bad side, that's the importance of not generalizing. Some people don't know how to properly respond to situations because they would never be in that particular situation. Correct. Or they think they would. They, they think I was just about to say because we don't all have the same buttons. So you know what I mean? They're just like I'm, I'm liable to say wow shit because I could say shit that would never bother me personally, but bothers other people. But some people don't have the pride they do in their work like we do. So when we don't get the support in that aspect, they don't realize they don't understand why does it hurt so much. But you know the crazy thing about that is is that everybody doesn't have to nef- necessarily relate to our issues. As the issue in and of itself, but and I think that's, but, that's the that's the the trouble for black people is right. that going what you said, Cliff, and what you just said, Mark, because we can't relate, we can't 
don't put it in our our circle. Right, and it's like, and people need to have just general empathy. Like, listen, to be... I don't need you to sympathize, but you got, at the the least, you have to empathize. The human part of you got to feel what I'm saying. Right, right, exactly. I don't need you to know exactly my struggles. And again, not to switch sides or even let you... That's my issue with white people and the race situation. Granted, you never you never dealt like with it. The person- human part of you should right. know that. You never dealt yeah. with it personally. Not me so you can't sympathize right. with it. I dig it because you never dealt with it. But you should empathize as a human. You should empathize how Correct. this isn't right. It's the same thing with men and women. When women's talking about harassment and everything, I can't sympathize with you. But you feel it because I never I never did it. And we'll talk about that more in another episode because I never been through it. But I empathize you because as a human. No one likes being harassed. This is why I don't understand why we have so many problems racially because regardless of you white, black, green, fucking see-through, whatever you are, I know that not allowing women to be educated, I know that's a problem. Right right is right, wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter what what culture you are. That's not race, that's sexism. But but I'm just saying, it doesn't matter. I'm not a woman, so I know that that's a problem. That's not right. Lately, I've been dealing with the issue I've been dealing with, and I'm going to stop because I know Mark didn't finish this thought. Lately, the issue I've been dealing with, I've been researching more and more about women who've been killed or or assaulted for things like saying 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 no um, at a... At a at, um, when, so, when dude, two, you're two that's dude. a lot in the news. And, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's just like, it's just like, yo, that's you mean people are getting beaten because they don't accept your sexual advances? Like... Like they can't say no, like that, that, like for me, that's crazy. And 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 granted, at the end of the day, you've heard it before once or twice, but to know that it's an epidemic, is is ridiculous for me. You know what I mean? Just like I'm certain for those for, for white people who come across black people, be like, wait, you mean you're getting shot with your hands up? That's insane. Like you know what I mean? Because because you never dealt with it. But that's the difference between sympathy and empathy. Like I I never dealt with it personally. But I empathize with you because I'm a human, and that's that's just not right. Like that's that's something that be blowing my mind when it comes to Facebook and whatnot. You know what I mean? The people that be like, the people that still vote for Donald Trump and whatnot, and you be like, bro, what does he have to do at this point for you to be like he may not be a good guy? Like, what does he really have to do? You see, but but that's a, that's the thing about privilege. When you have that level of privilege, you look beyond humanity. Like your humanity. Wow, goes, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. What you say? When you're privileged, you look beyond humanity. Yeah, you don't have to worry about being white, black, whatever. You're privileged. You know what I mean? Privilege like, so, is something so, so a small you, minority shares. Humanity is something exactly everybody the majority shares. Majority. That's yeah. not majority, because that majority is like some well, people don't. Human. Everybody shares. Right. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's what it is right there. That's and that right there is a reason why. You know, people don't understand the reason behind Black Lives Matter, and they can easily support All Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter or whoever else lives That's matter. That's a T-shirt, my that nigga. That right there that is really the reason is. why, because you know, privilege is 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 higher than, than everything else, unfortunately. unfortunately so. so, I mean, I mean you, know, you know, this, this is, is this is the world that we live in. I mean, we just gotta keep on hoping that it gets it gets better soon and, and um soon enough. Nah, but I like what you what you said, G, about so powerful. A privilege is very dangerous and i think right. that most people most privileged people whether they white black whatever are very delusional mm-hmm. right you got there are white people and there are black people right now who will say out of their mouth who will say out of their mouth well why didn't they just listen to the cops like right. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. 
See, but, see, but, but <laughs> after all these videos that have come out, like, hands up. What more can someone do? on the ground. Not even bot cops. Yo, it's like homeboy. Really? If your car breaks down, you call the police for, to flag them down for help, and your hands is up. What more compliance do you right. need? I my car's broken down. I didn't. I wasn't in the bushes looking for drugs. I wasn't. I wasn't digging up buried treasure. I'm in the middle of the road. My car broke down. It's obvious there's something wrong. I'm in the middle of the two yellow lines. I didn't pull. I'm not on the shoulder. I'm not in a hidden place. My hands are up on a major road, and my hands up, and I get killed. What more compliance do you need? You see, but 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 that's the I'm thinking about privilege. So that's like the most popular example of privilege. But then even think about privilege like us as men. Sometimes we look past the privilege that we have as men. Sometimes we look past our privilege as able-bodied citizens. Sometimes we look even past the privilege that we have as citizens in general. Um, that's that's the um, thing that we have to often see that we have to constantly educate ourselves on how other people live and just just you know recognize our own our own privilege because yes, the most most prevalent um, uh, privilege situation going on in the country right now and for the past 400 plus years, unfortunately, is the black-white issue. But you know there is there is there is so much more to it that hopefully we can evolve and get to a point where we're all you know checking our own privilege. But I that is important. I feel to learn and educate yourself about other cultures, and I, I think the biggest problem, especially in New York City, is a is a is a divide between cultural right. um, practices. Like if you go into most people don't know if you go into most bodegas the um, depending on what culture and what nationality that person right. is, they won't give you the money in your hand. Right. Why? Because that is disrespectful in some cultures. Right. Now, you have people in New York, for whatever reason, they want you to give the money in their hand. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why. And then they get upset. And black people, we have this ability to turn every single thing into a race issue. Right. There are some, I'm not, now, now mind you, this is Kel speaking. I do understand <laughs> that there is a race issue. I'm not delusional. But you got some people, especially on the A train in the morning. If you take the A train in the morning, God bless you. Six. It is the, oh, the six is even worse than the A train. But there's always <laughs> an argument on the A train and there's always a black person that calls a white person, you racist bitch or motherfucker. It'd be the most rent. It was, all right, last week, it was this, this, this lady got on a train with a book bag. I already think getting on a train, a crowded train with your book bag is already oh, rude. Yeah. If you have your book bag, your book bag on. She turns food. around and knocks this lady coffee cold the fuck out her hand. The lady gets mad and she's going to say, well, you ain't got to get that mad, you racist bitch. I'm like, what the fuck does race got to do with you right. knocking right. somebody, yeah, the we, lady we, coffee, we, not we iced coffee. Like, sometimes we lean on it too Oh, much. black people love it. We lean on it too Black much. people love it. I just say it's not there, like you said. I say it's not there because it's obviously there, but we lean on it too, too much. Too much. And we love we, leaning we, on we it. You pull the card too soon. It's like playing <laughs> spades and you, throw, and you throw your spade, you throw your big joker out. On the second hand. Like, and you're like, yo, what soon. the? Too soon. In the beginning of a Uno game, you just throw a draw four out. You're like, yo, goddamn. I'm like, you're not going to wait for the game. Black people do. And and I think that's the real race issue in New York City. Probably the rest of America. Um, With that, uh, one thing I learned, like, way back in, like, middle school, shout to Mr. Mussolini, I want to say. Don't tell us another book. Nah, 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 nah. There was no there was no, there was no, chicks in this one. There was this chick in middle school, though. But anyway, um, nah, so... 
uh, we actually broke it down to where there's this thing called the salad bowl theory versus the melting pot theory. So mm. everyone says how New York mm. New York City is a salad bowl. I mean, um, right? Everyone everyone says New York City is a melting pot. And he was like, nah, actually, on the contrary, New York City is a salad bowl. Because if you look at a salad bowl, like, you have the tomatoes on top. You got, like, the onions maybe on, like, the side, the raisins sprinkled in there here and there, and the um, and the lettuce throughout. Versus, you know, a melting pot, everything is melted in together. Like, mm-hmm. everything is integrated together. Like, you know, there is no separation like that. When you look at New York City, if you go to Queens, Queens, you may have, like, the Pakistani crew, the Indian crew. You go to Brooklyn, you got the you know, you got the Caribbean crew. Mm. You go to Harlem, you got, like, the Black American, the, um, Black American crew, the Upper East Side, Upper West Side. You got, like, the rich white folks. You know, the Lower East Side, you got the... Um, never thought about we Right, are very right, yeah, yeah. So you have many cultures in one city, but a lot of them don't blend together. Um, if you go to even my neighborhood in the um, Northeast Bronx, like, the, the, the dividing factor between the Caribbeans and the Italian slash Albanians is probably like White Plains Road once you get past like That's Pelham Parkway. Yeah, like it like, gets, like right. It changes drastically. Pelham Parkway is what separates the Italians and the Albanian section to the Caribbean section. And it is the the whole movie Bronx Sale was based off of that. And that still goes on to this day. It is a st- it's it's a a stark dividing factor. Like if you look at Country Club Road, you don't really see many many um black folks there. But then you, you go further up to co-op, co-op City, it's all black everything. Yo, that's that's very right. Uh, yo, that's crazy. I never so yeah. New York City is a fucking salad, salad bowl all day. So you know, with all of this shit that we're talking about, you know, just to wrap it up, and I, I guess, guess bring it back full circle is how do you as a black man, just how do how do you how do you find you happy? Like right, what is what can we do? And I know this is this this is an ongoing issue in the black community, just black mental health. But what can we do? Like, how can we find our happy? I think, I think the thing, thing here, here not, not jump, jump in. in. I think I, the thing here that's difficult is for '90s babies, we're born in a very now weird time, right? Because baby boomers had a set rule of how things went. You got a job, you kept a job for years. You know what I mean? And it was sunrise, sunset. This is a set rule on how things went. You got married at 18 and whatnot. Like, it's a set rule on how things went. This new generation, they jump from job to job, being that thing for six months and go to a new job and get married at 35, whatever the case may be. We make our own rules. Excuse me. Right, not not even we, but the generation after us, they're they're such entrepreneurs. Like, and the reason why they're such entrepreneurs, and this is why we're, I say we're in a we're we're in a weird space, is because our parents didn't live in a time where computers, social media, and so many things was yeah lower so, was so points. prevalent was so prevalent, right? But we live but we live in a time now where social media and whatnot was so, it is so prevalent, and not even social media, but uh, but uh, internet and so far. It's so prevalent. We are we're, we're young enough that we understand it, but we're old enough that we remember what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in turn, it's difficult for us because I feel like we have old school standards with mm. new school desires. Okay. That's that that goes back to what I was saying. Social media is a gift and a curse. Depending on who it is, though. Like like I can see it being a gift and a curse for you because like, like I said, you have old school. You have, you have old you have old school training. With new school desires, right? Correct. So you see, cause you know, you, you ever speak to these young kids? The young kids be like, man, f it, how they used to do it back then. Yeah. I'm gonna do it my way. 
What? You mean to tell me you ain't getting popping via YouTube? That's you crazy. That instant, that's that that's, instant gratification. Right, right, right. But that's, that's the new school. But old school would tell you, yo, you do it this way, be disciplined, da 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 it's, it's just two different mindsets. But and for the 90s, 90s babies, babies we're caught, caught right in the middle. middle. But, but at some, some point, point, you do... We, we do, do have, have to start, start being honest with ourselves and what shouts to Lou and shouts to Abuelo in the building. Jip, you already know. Yo, what I what say what what I what I've realized about finding um happiness is you gotta be honest with yourself. And I've dealt with situations where being dishonest with other people a lot uh uh forced me to be define dishonest. Lying to other people, about whatever what? about anything. Duh, Cliff, come on, about, no, 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 lying about anything. Lying. Let me tell you something. Being, you most people lie not about not telling the truth. You know what I mean? Well, like, whatever, whatever it is. Let me tell you. Hold on, hold on, Cliff. Hold on, hold on, Cliff. You're going too technical. Just, just listen to me. Just listen to me. Just listen. It don't matter. Just listen. Just listen. There has been times in the past where I've been dishonest with people. It could be whatever you want it to mean. It could I say I have a yellow shirt on and I really got a blue shirt on. Whatever you want it to mean, it means. All right? Or you could say I got a shirt on. It and I don't have fun. no shirt on. <laughs> okay. But what I'm saying to you is that there's been times in the past where I've been dishonest with people about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned about being dishonest with other people is you in turn be, you're become dishonest with yourself. The only way yeah, the only way to be happy is one you have first you have to be honest with yourself. I don't want to put a percentage on it but most people are not honest with themselves. Most people are not happy. The the route to my happiness started with religion, believe it or not, and I'm not a religious person at all. And then it was a combo of things. It was that and it was volunteer work. So there are people who, mm. to this day, to I right now, you, need to volunteer. You, don't, you, you don't know true happiness until you help someone else. Correct. Go ahead. But most people, there are people who judge me based on my volunteer work because of because of how some some people do volunteer work. Just say y'all volunteered. I honestly do it for for self-happiness and that you could take it the wrong way. You could take it the right way. I don't, really don't care how you take it because I know what my heart is. So six days a week, and some people know this, some people don't. I volunteer with mental disabled adults. You don't know happiness. You don't know honesty. You don't know patience. You don't know life until I think you befriend, until you um, work, or even just know someone with mental disability. They are the they are they are children on four thousand. Right. So, you know, how honest kids are and how kids will tell you exactly what's on their mind. A person with a mental I'm talking about and I'm not talking about like, yo, crazy Earl from the corner. I'm talking about I know people with autism. I know people with mental retardation. I know people with Down syndrome. Like and these are people that I would consider some of my best friends. You do not know honest opinions, honest conversation until you. They're not even a population to me, like most of them are family. And I've talked about this a few times on other shows, but um. That that's where I found my happiness was was making sure that their life was fulfilled and just making sure that what they consider happiness and it's something so minute and it's something so minimal to us that that's fulfilled and you have no idea of the 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 simple the simple things in life that are stolen from them that are kept from them something as simple as getting a metro card like I try to explain to people and there's no way to explain to people unless you 
have friends or people that I now consider family with those severe mental disabilities of the things that they're robbed of. So that's how I found my happiness. It was religion, you know, shout out to Allah, and I'm, I'm not here to convert anybody, but Allah is, 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 is very powerful, man, and I, I wish that people understood the power of religion, not just of Allah, just religion. It's, it's the way I found myself. And um, Cause Let me ask you this one question. How important do you feel it is for people to talk to a psychiatrist or someone with training when it comes to dealing with talking to people? How important is that to you? You think everyone should do it? Well, I that is that's it depends on the person. Like it depends on your problems. Like 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 you know, to Sam. Be honest, I, I mean, I'll jump in on this one, and I'll say that it's very important. You know, is I it? Think, do you think it's important for everyone? I think it's important for everyone. Absolutely. I, I, I think that. I when think you, that as well. I think okay. when you're starting to look at. You know, you, you when you're looking at regular insurance, right? When we to go to the, some of the basic stuff, so you get to your job mm, or wherever you are. I just I just, gra- you I just know, grab something when you, you said got that. your really you got your primary care position. Yeah. Why don't you have you know somebody who is your primary care mental Mentally. health? Yeah, I like that. So what mm, have you? Mm. Because you know what's crazy, and I can tell you just kind of through my own journey and everything I've been dealing with. It's like, yo, it's it's very tough to find somebody who you can be like, yo, listen, yeah, you gotta trust I'm them. Go over that's here real. and talk to somebody, and this is the person yeah, I'm gonna talk you, to. Yeah, and have your insurance cover it. Yeah, you know, like yo, ahead, like no, the craziest ahead. part about a lot of it, you know, I remember, you know, like my brother, you know, shout out to my brother, you know, Bashay Williams. He got we we doing another podcast, not to cross promote, but oh, I like that. Um. You know, that was a shameless plug. It was definitely a shameless plug. <laughs> but um, so don't worry. Don't, tra- I, I am doing another podcast. You doing a trap house, yo? I'm doing another podcast. I'm actually working on some shit elsewhere, yo. No, I'm actually working on two. Don't, don't do that. I'm actually no, working on two different I'm about to really throw, but, I'm gonna throw another monkey wrench. I'm working on another podcast, too. That's like the five heartbeat scene. Remember when, when the homeboy said, I'm going solo? <laughs> no, he said, he's like, yo, I'm going solo. And my album's out next week. I'm like, I'm also going solo. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> come see you. Oh, I, got another, I, got another, I got another podcast coming. Here we go. Here we go. Nah, I'm joking. I ain't got a podcast. I got a TV show coming, though. Oh. Now what? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just basic. I knew Jelly to buy. But, you know, like, the, the crazy thing, you know, we've talked about is like, yo, you need to be able to have that outlet. And the crazy thing is, is when you're really looking and trying to vibe out, there's not, yo, Mm -hmm. the way the system is set up, it's not set up for you to easily get help. It's not easily, yo, like, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, the system. I'm gonna tell you right now. So we, we didn't, we, we didn't fully dig into this. We, we kind of skipped and jumped around. But, but yo, that's what we normally do. Welcome to the trap I'm, house. So, oh, all day long, all day long. But I'm gonna tell you real. I'm gonna give you the the very short version of the of events. All right. Nobody cut me off, please. Clip. I. I cut him off just because you said. That. I went to Harlem Hospital. Was checked in the psych ward. They put me over there. I spent the day over there and was like, yo, I feel better. They was like, all right, cool, but no. They put me on meds. They sent me to a psych ward on a Friday. And because of the timing, I had to stay there all weekend. And then I had to stay there their mandatory three days. So by the time after being evaluated by the doctors and being on psych meds for a weekend, 
I had to be there until that Friday. I got dismissed that Friday. And after that, they put me on meds. And I took those meds for about two how weeks. Feel, how do you feel about meds? I'll get there in a second. You said we cut him off, huh? No, 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 no doubt. Yeah, please I would, don't there. worry, don't worry. I was please going there. there. I promise. I was yeah, going please there. Please get there. Yeah, I, 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 would and, do, hold on. I would love to do a whole show on how Cliff dates, man. Like, yeah, it would yeah, be the best <laughs> show ever, man. Like, Yo, episode five is going to be how Cliff dates. Episode five. Like, Yep, five, episode five is on we'll the clip. No, Matt, no, Matt, no Matt, one's going to talk. Now, no okay. one's going to talk for an hour. It's nah, going to be all clip. But let me finish this off before I. No matter, F it. No matter. We're going to go through how we all date on episode no, five. Never. No, no, no. no, 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 no Cause you. Cause you know why? You're cause, cause, cause you're you the only one I have concerns with when it comes to no, dating. But you know what? I have concerns about y'all as well. All right. So, so you know what we're going to do? You know what we're going to do in the episode? You know what we're going to do in the episode? So we're doing for the culture. Shout to the culture. Don't worry about me. I'm very concerned about you. Nah, I'm concerned about you. You either going to get killed or you never going to have a girlfriend. What? You wildin', you wildin', you wildin', you But anyway, you know, yo, everybody shut the fuck up and let me finish. Yo, we all gonna go with the short on, version. We all gonna go on that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yo. Know, different. But, yeah. We walk in the same path, but we all different. That's the beauty of but this But you're podcast. still talking. You're still coming to Am I still talking? I Jesus. Didn't I was, you know, let me Black baby Jesus, help save us. <laughs> move walk out of the situation. So, you know, they, they, they put me on meds, and I was like, all right, cool. And... I'll tell you right now, and obviously, you know, and I talk, I, I mentioned my brother a few minutes ago for a, for a reason, mm-hmm. because, you know, he's a licensed therapist and, you know, all that cool shit. And we talked about how, you know, being medicated and if a certain medication doesn't really vibe with you, then, you know, you got to kind of seek other medications. You know, there's, other, there's other forms of treatment and everything else in between. But, you know, being that I'm also an entrepreneur and most of the stuff that I do is you know uh, 1099 and everything else in between mm. i'm not i don't i don't have insurance mm. obamacare is, is not cheap either obamacare is not cheap really you know you jump in that you, you know you jump in that marketplace okay. and it's not the best option you know and i'm also a member of the free and i'm also a member of the freelancers union and you know it's, it's just the equivalent of being obama on obamacare you know and to be very very candid you know, the last gig that I had that was a W-2, you know, they blocked me on unemployment. So between that and then, you know, weird discrepancies about, you, you know, wages. Yo, that's a whole, that, that's that eight episodes. And, you know, it's one of those things where between that plus whatever discrepancies about, you know, income and such, I didn't even... You know, I didn't even uh, qualify for Medicaid. So so you're sitting here and you're looking at it, right? And the way the system is so fucked up, it's like, okay, so I go to Harlem Hospital. They start me on meds. Then I go to a mental hospital. They give me, you know, a 30-day dis- subscription. And then it's like, you know, and then an outpatient um, set up to go talk with a therapist because my situation wasn't that crazy. Like, to be, re- you know, to be straight up, I just got overwhelmed and I got overblown on a lot of stuff. And it was like, listen, take some meds. It'll basically yeah, the way the meds, shit. the way the med, the, the, and the way they they, they described it, it was like, listen, take these med, these meds. You know, and to be very fuck it, since we here, you know, they put me on Zoloft. They put me on Zoloft. You know, what I'm saying they, I was listening. So you, what you're saying is that, what you're saying is that society says you can't open up. 
right? Hold on, hold on. Get, get to that. Get, yo, up. get to that after the that. Let me finish. You can't open up. That is some real shit. Do you hear what this man is saying? But let me walk through that. Let me walk through it. Let me walk through it. No one is saying you could open up accordingly. Society says, you, as a black man, you can't open up accordingly. The law says you can't open up accordingly. The culture says you can't open up accordingly. That is some real shit. Do you hear that? That's real. That is very, very real. Where do we turn to as black men? Where do we turn to? Well, all avenues that is somewhat familiar tells us no. That well, I'll, I'll I'll tell you, you know, where I ended up turning to. Right, right. No, that's um, what I'm saying. Please go. I just wanted to drive that point. But, you know, you know, they, they put me on meds and, you know, the way the meds worked out, um, you know, I didn't like how they made me feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, just in terms of the, 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 the chemical reactions to it. And I was like, you know what? I took myself off of them because I knew that I only had a 30-day supply. And then where was I going to be after 30 days? Because I didn't get approved for Medicaid and I didn't have any other insurance. And, you know, Cobra, Cobra put you in a situation where you got to pay. Yeah. And I'm like, well, guess what? I was unemployed. So if I got denied an appointment and I don't have Medicaid and I don't have Cobra, then what the fuck am I supposed to do? So, talk that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, you know, ain't that much honey in the world. <laughs> but... You know, keeping Ooh. it all the way a buck. Yeah. I got to a point where I said, you know what? Between, you know, my family. So to go to, go to I said, where did I turn to? You know, to, on, on to your point. Which you know, I turned inward to firmly, inward to family um, and, and really leaned on them. And, you know, the people who told me that they cared about me and who loved me. And, you know, one of the things that I will, you know, encourage anybody who's listening to this right now, you know, is that when you're going through a rough patch Mm -hmm. and this rough patch could be months, weeks or years, is that you need to fully embrace the people who love you, the people who are showing you that they are there for you, that are supportive, you know, and, you know, I know me and you, me and you talked about this a little bit earlier, Cliff, about, you know, that difference between what you think you need versus what you actually need and really embrace those people who are there and being very candid in terms of what you think you need. So you had that constant dialogue. So you talked about it earlier about, you know, how do you communicate being in being depressed or dealing with these suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, you know, and you have to be in a position where you say, you know, listen, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the family members who may not be able to relate, that's fine. So but I'm, they, they, you have to tell them like, listen, I need you right now. Say those words exactly. Like, I need you. That's real. And I need you to help me through this period. Because otherwise, realistically, I might kill myself. And as crazy and as, hev- as heavy as that might sound, you That's have to reality. say those words. Because you know what? You know, you, no one wants to fall into that bucket of the boy that cried wolf. But I'd rather be the person that cried wolf. And you push me. 
Right. That's real. You you pushed me to go and do it, you know, because, you know, I resented my brother for five seconds because he's the one that told me to go check myself in the hospital as a therapist. And he's the one that did me. And I ended up sending this fucking week in a mental hospital with people who had much bigger issues than me. Mm-hmm. Who had real issues, had real chemical imbalances, people with bipolar disorders and all types of crazy shit. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, anybody that's listening, you don't wanna go to a mental hospital. The shit is trash. Mm-hmm. It didn't help. Mm-hmm. I'm be very candid. But it it but did I, not. What, I think it set you on a path. It, oh, oh, listen, it was sobering as fuck. Yeah. Because first of all, I'm gonna tell you, anybody who ever thinks about going to, who has issues, don't go to Harlem Hospital. You know what I'm saying? Yo, fuck the sponsors, and I understand. You know what I'm saying? Other people got some other shit going on. Nah, not that sponsor. Because their 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 facilities, I felt like I was in jail. I felt like I was in lockup. Like I was in the fucking bookings. Like the way it was set up, it was like, yo, it really made me reassess, like, yo, what the fuck are you thinking right now? And then when I got transferred to the other spot that was really, you know, dedicated to that type of services. I was like, yo, I respected where I, the environment I was in, but it didn't it didn't help my current psyche. It didn't make and mind you, I got caught because I was on I was in on the weekend. It was like being in you know it's like going to the bookings on the weekend. You're not gonna see the judge till Monday. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying it was the same situation. So you know, I say this to say every to everybody. It's like, listen, if you're having those thoughts. You know, you definitely should seek out help. Mm-hmm. Not you be know, ashamed of it. Not know? be ashamed of it. The whole purpose of this podcast is to tell you that we all go through it. Everybody is going through points, it in one and we all level, have a point of depression, shape, know or form. No, just that. Just before we go, what I you said something very important, Mark. That I don't think a lot of people realize that when you're going through something you do have to do research to where you're going to because i work right. in a, I work in the psychiatric wards and harlem hospital is not for that walk-in situation um and that's not to clean it up but that's the that's yeah that's the part that 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 does suck but this dialogue will continue and i think it's very important i really want to applaud mark for his you know what I'm saying oh for his God. candid conversation and yeah, and like you well, like you said Cliff thing. that's what I think people don't realize is that what this podcast is for is is real talk and and this is something that we've always talked about even in private conversations so right. you know this is part two to vicious cycles but there will be a part three and a part four and a part five and a part six because it's very very important and you know what it is that that's why Cuddy was so important I'm gonna keep it short. And for you to get the mic back again, no matter how important you feel people are in particular, we struggle too. Like we like Correct. like the thing is we deal with our own issues. Like everyone in this room has at one point said they've dealt with some level of depression. Do you understand that? That's real shit. And we're all black men successful that you would think be that you would think had the world on their shoulders, whether great jobs, whatever. We've all dealt with level of depression while on this path. Because the shit is real. It's real. You know what I mean? That's just and, what it and is. And to throw t- 10 to 15 seconds on it is remember one thing is that, you know, everybody doesn't come from the same family structure. Absolutely. Truth. We all didn't have our fathers or mothers or both. Absolutely. And that 
it extremely impacts how we view the world and the world in front of us. You so, know where we are, but you have no clue where we've been. Right. That's very true. And, you know, and we can start throwing layers about, you know, slavery, segregation, and all those other crazy things of people of color in this in this country, you know, whether you're black or Hispanic or, any, or, or Caribbean. And you have to just respect the fact that, listen, we're all going through it. We need to support one another through it and do the best that we can to be empathetic as everybody's going through their issues because no matter how much our culture and how hip-hop and everything else influences us, you know, it's all about stunting and, you know, always being, you know, you know, hyper-masculine or hyper-feminine is that, listen, we're all fighting through, you know, individual battles that are going to try to make us feel better about our lives or the things that we didn't have as we were coming up and you know you got to say to yourself one day like listen shit is rough and we're gonna make it pop so with that said you know we're gonna round out this podcast i know this is this is something that Very a lot deep. of y'all are gonna have to process Very and soak deep. In, enjoy shit. but it gotta be that but the jets enjoy we're the here shit. to do this because it's important and you know like you know i had a very candid conversation with cliff you know he, he joked around and he was like yo listen man we can't be out here being on some sensitive shit like we a bunch <laughs> of four brothers out here and we out here talking all this feelings 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 but listen you know what i'm saying we got a couple of gangsters in the room real life not talking no bullshit like live yo, that life listen, the two don't go and together it goes together you be a gangster, i'm gonna tell you right now the, the, the being a gangster you know these these issues are the reason why people walk around shooting people in the fucking face with no problems. Yeah, well, that's I'm a whole nother other story. Yeah, 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 but mm-hmm. that, you yeah. know we're sitting here talking this thing out Gangsters because are very sensitive. We're here. Niggas can, watch, niggas can shoot someone in the face and watch the Notebook on Saturday. Right. That's because real. we're here trying to let you know, like, listen, I'm trying to be a better person, a better man than who Absolutely. I was yesterday, and that's why we're here expressing these things. And we'll so, just you we'll know, just end this with. You know what I'm saying? Find your happiness. Um, yes. Find religion or whatever your happiness is. Be honest with yourself. And do whatever it takes to get through each and every day. Because some days you got to self-medicate. Sometimes you, some days you got to pray. And some days, some days you got to lean on your family and friends and the people that love you. And communication is key. Ones. Yeah, communication is key, baby. He ready know. And we out. We out. Yeah.